Well, there's no doubt about it. The West Tigers have drawn a line in the sand, and especially when it comes to what unfolded with David Nolfalumi yesterday. We were on air when the termination notice was delivered. We didn't know where it would head. Well, it now has headed the way of Nolfa leaving the West Tigers. It is a huge, huge call. And as Pam Whaley has written in Code Sports this morning, a first call that speaks volumes. And Pam joins me. Good morning to you, Pam. Good morning, Matt. How are we? I'm good, thanks. You put it absolutely perfectly, I reckon. A temperature-setting move, this one. But there's there's so many layers behind it. So let's start with the first one. The, the first layer is that David Nofaluma and Benji Marshall go back a long, long way. Yeah, so I think it's about, I remember this morning, the 63 games they played together over their time at the West Tigers. And Benji was there when he actually made... Um, who made his debut back in 2013 and she was on the bench. Um, so that's a really long history. That's 10 years of a history of, you know, being teammates and I don't know what their personal relationship is, whether or not they're friends or close or anything like that. Obviously, this is very, very awkward at the moment, though. Mm. However, when it comes to being a head coach, and especially these days, you have to make brutal calls, and and that one would have had to have taken the emotion out of it. How quickly did it unfold yesterday from the termination notice being delivered to the $300,000 or thereabouts payout being accepted and moving on? Yeah, so it was actually quite quick. It was um, the termination notice was presented and that was the he had the option to be able to take that and walk away with the three hundred thousand dollars or to present to the board and you know, plead plead his case. But I guess these things this has kind of been bubbling away for quite some time. I mean he's had those different breach notices. I think it's been three over the past couple of years. Um and then two recently as well. So he had to have been aware that this was on the table considering he had been Know, warned for behaviour, um, even yeah, up up until you know the last the last couple of weeks. As you've written this morning, Benji Marshall has raised the standard so high at the club during his first pre-season as head coach that Nofaluma reportedly no longer meets them. Which, as you say, is always the point of higher standards for a professional athlete: meet them, or your job is at risk. So this comes down to attitude. But a lot of the discussion yesterday, Pam, was around. Essentially, does the head coach these days have the right to walk up to a player who's contracted and say, you're not going to be in the NRL squad? Yeah, well, that's a, that's that's something that I have a bit of an issue with, just because, well, the fact that people have an issue with that. I think that if you're Benji Marshall, if you're taking charge of the West Tigers, he should be able to draw a line in the sand. He should be able to set these standards and say, look, I know you have an NRL contract, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be playing NRL here. I mean, Benji wasn't making any of these recruitment decisions. He kind of has the team that he has. So he should be able to make a decision on who's going to be playing NRL and who's and who's not, especially at a club like the Tigers that desperately needs a change. They really need improvement. So I don't really think he can... I don't know. It's it's it would be tough to hear that. Obviously, if you're David Nofaluma, you're 30 years old, you have so much experience, you've been at this club for so long, and you know have scored 100 tries, and you're the top try scorer of the club. But there has to come a time when 
the Tigers and especially the, the decision makers and people who need to be able to make a tough, make the tough calls mm. because ultimately he's the one that's going to be responsible for turning the club around. Like I've said, you've called it a temperature-setting move. Do you reckon it's also a statement from Benji and the club? New leadership, it's a new era there, there's no doubt about it. They're going all in on their head coach. Is this a statement call to the playing group, to supporters, to everyone as much as it is a, a, a brutal call on a player who's, whose attitude hasn't been up to scratch? Yeah, I think it, I think it is. I think that there, you know, there's no way you could take it otherwise. I think if you're a player and maybe you're questioning whether or not you can put in a little bit more or whether or not you're you know, doing your best, it's a real warning shot. I mean, this is something that would, I mean, it would send a rocket at some of those players, I'm sure, if they, if they were not sure they were, you know, up to scratch. Um, and, yeah, I do believe it is a temperature-setting move. I think it is, you know, a strong um, move to make from the club. Um, but it's one that it really does draw a line in the sand so people are now aware where the line is, mm. you know, that these kind of, this attitude um, would not be tolerated. So a couple of things. Let, let's start firstly with where David Nofaluma may end up. Any any whispers around? Not as yet. Not that I'm hearing as yet. But I think the the, the main one is to head over to the Super League. So he does have a couple of options. Um, in the end, you know, he's an, a super experienced and a player, a, a very noted try scorer. Um, he has been a very loyal servant to the West Tigers for a long time as well. Um, and he did really well when he went down to Melbourne as well. I think they were interested in keeping him the first time around and it just didn't work out um, when he did that when he played. I think he played six games down at the Storm. Um, so there are there perhaps are a few options for him in the NRL, but in the, in the meantime, it might be to head over to Super League. All right, and the other one is let, let's crystal ball further down the track. If if the Tigers don't fire any shots again this year, I mean, this is just one call of many that will be made throughout the course of the year on selections, all that kind of stuff. But if the Tigers don't get off the bottom of the ladder again this year, how do they deal with that? How do they deal with the fact that they're making all of these changes? Or I mean, I, it is a huge hypothetical, I know. It is. Well, it's, a, it's just a really hard thing. I mean, I feel like the Tigers have, they've been, con- that have been in a constant state of motion over these last couple of years, haven't they? They've, they've changed coaches so many times and that's been the one thing that they have, um, there's been such a really steady turnover of coaches. Um, and Benji walking into this position, he's a rookie coach. He doesn't have any um, NRL coaching experience, obviously, has got plenty of NRL playing experience and a lot of experience at that club, but it really is a um, it's a risky move walking into that into that job. Um, so he's a brave man. So I really don't know where they go from here. If this is another bad year for them if they end up with a wooden spoon again. I, I don't know where they go from here, but um, they would just have to, I would assume, persist with with what they have put in place and, you know, put a lot of trust in the fact that they've changed so many of their decision makers and um, with Shane Richardson um, at the helm, who's a very experienced operator, um, I'm sure they can find their way out of it. Okay, just one away, just a final one for you, one away from the West Tigers, um, the visa issues. I mean, I find it extraordinary that we're so close to heading over to Vegas and these kind of issues that are there for everybody who's going to try and get into the U.S., are now being 
brought to the surface when I would have thought that a lot of this stuff would have been taken care of. Is there anything further to this aside from the fact that the clubs involved want PVL to get involved because they know that he will essentially rubber stamp what they need? Yeah, well, essentially that's it, isn't it? What PVL says goes and eventually he finds a way to get it done. So it's it's a waiting game at the moment to see what, what happens with that. But I do also find it extraordinary. I think if for any of us, if we're going overseas, the first thing you do is, you know, look at how do I actually get into this country? Do, is there anything I need to do to get into this country? Um, it is quite baffling actually we're five or six weeks or away i think about five mm. weeks away from yep. um from heading over to vegas so um absolutely extraordinary but pvl does have a way of making things happen when he says it's going to happen it will happen so um that's all they can kind of do at the moment is hope he gets involved <laughs> and i'm sure that he will and get things moving. like i said yesterday call in mr fix it he comes in again he loves this kind of situation <laughs> doesn't he good on you pam great to chat hopefully we can do more so throughout the course of the season it sounds good it was great to chat